0: You had your kundalini experience, and you described again. It's funny how I, I there was a lot of pieces missing to that experience. When you said that, well, obviously you had it, not me. So obviously, I have yeah. questions about it. <laughs> um, so, was, so you said that, uh, oh, she's asleep, and I'm here, and then this other person says, no, you're asleep, and I'm here. I always thought that it was alalome no. makumrak. It wasn't your alalome. It wasn't. I Who don't was think this? Was me in a fully evolved end state condition. Okay, so when I asked you. At some point, is your soul incomplete? <laughs> I had asked you this and, and I said, in other words, when you die, are you going to your frequency said, Are you going to merge back with Al Home? And you said yes, or she could also merge into me. And I was like, Why would you do that? Yeah. And then today when you talked about the ultimate state of the human being, I was like, Well, I think it's not such a bad thing to be a human being. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right.
0: <laughs> it might be a lot of fun to be a human. So it might not be, you know, you might both
1: continue on your way, but yeah um well, keep going. let me not interrupt, but yeah that um it's not a bad thing the i thing I was gonna say is that um once I'm done here um or once I've reached an end state as a human um all all new sets of choices become available. We still tend to think of. Um, you know what's going to happen to me if I do this well the you that is going to have these experiences is no longer going to exist because you are different because the experience changes you at the core Um, it reorganizes your your soul and so it's um, it's a situation in which you are um like let's say I come here as um and that that and then I finish up here. I'm no longer the same Elme as I was, and I have new choices because of the experience here. So the name might change a little bit. The perspective might change a little bit. Where I go next would change a little bit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay?
0: So at some point when I had asked you, well, this is like a long time ago, I had said, why am I important? And I had said to you, and I don't know if I explained it properly, and I said, because when I think of my experience here and something was to happen that um, I would die and my memories and my experience would be wiped out, it's not that important. I didn't do anything like, yeah. Okay. I learned some, a few things, but I mean, it's not, it's not uh, in other words, it isn't so important. It's just, yeah, in, it in is. The end, it, no, because what you just said it's because it's, it, wh- who you think now, who am I asking? What do I become? The I doesn't even exist anymore because you've yeah, merged into but, something else.
1: Yeah. But all of the experiences that you've ever had, it's cumulative. And so now you add this new thing and, and you're somewhat different. You, have, you still have everything that you brought with you, but now something's added. It's kind of like frosting on the cake sort of concept. Okay? But, you're t- but
0: you're talking a lot about also all my simultaneous incarnations come together? Or is it just me, Daphne, that I'm here on this time in 2021?
1: Is it, because There's the no idea. such thing as just me, Daphne. Okay. Yes, we do tend to focus through a set of eyes and ears and body, etc but but the rest of it is right here, and it works on us and every so often when you have a quiet moment, you may have a memory from another life of something that you did or something that you experienced. Hang on. <laughs> Um, and so th- there's there's never a point when it's just you, Daphne, or just me, Penny, or just whoever. But most, most
0: of us, that's how it feels. For most people, that's how it that feels. is. Yeah, true. they have a feeling of something else. They have a feeling that there's that's why they come to classes and they they want to learn. But most people feel very you know isolated. They feel very
1: alone, and I know. know. I don't know how to fix that. I would love to be able to do that. It's a slow process of coming to the whole self. Do you remember but, that feeling?
0: The feeling I'm asking you about, do you remember having that feeling in I the do. beginning? I okay. do. I'm
1: thinking that this was it, that I was it, that this was all there was. <laughs> yeah. I know
0: because we, we talk about it and I've researched and, you know, this, yeah. I, for a long time now. But ultimately, if you would ask me, have, yeah. I, have, I, have I touched it? No. Still, yeah. It's just a strong belief, hope that this
1: can't be it. No, this is just a piece, and and there's there's no easy way to get that across. How how full and rich each one of us is. Ask the question, you know, where's the rest of me? Show me the rest of me, please. Let me experience the rest of me. Even if it's just a dream, let me experience the rest of me or some other aspect of me, etc. And And then you just keep giving that instruction that you're going to experience something. And you probably won't be prepared for what you do experience.
0: Okay. So then the rest of me is a soul. It's a set of frequency, right? Because we said, okay, so what is a soul? So a soul is a frequency zone. So could you just elaborate a little bit on that? Why Uh, why do you call it a frequency zone?
1: Um, Well, because the individual exists, floats, walks, works, uh, sleeps in this soup, this energy soup that is millions and millions of frequencies, all the way up and down the scale. And, And your region... of of frequencies within that frequency soup that is essentially what makes you you so when i talk about keeping your bricks in a pile what i'm really talking about is keeping your frequencies in a pile keeping your frequencies in the zone now you can have i i need a uh i need a drawing you can have um how do i say this a frequency you can have a being an individual who's made up of a certain set of harmonic frequencies. Um, let's say that the frequencies are represented by numbers, and you are made up of number one, three, five, seven, nine, 11, um, 22, uh, et cetera. And uh, somebody else is made up of two, four, six, eight, 10, 20, 40. They're a different frequency set. Um, within the soup and but they're still humanoid okay Um, so the the soul is actually your collection of frequencies and um, and so now you're you're in this time and place for a time (laughs) so we last here for a time so that's the fourth dimensional aspect of ourselves and um, and while you're in this one there are energetic connections to all the other selves that you are and everything that they have done is feeding you now and everything that you are doing here now is feeding them and so that conglomeration of selves, i sometimes excuse me i sometimes think of that Um, self that with all the connections (laughs) similar to the way that the tree of life looks, you know, there's all these um, spheres and then there's these channels of information connecting them. And it's the same principle with us and the other frequency zones that we have experiences in or existences in we're connected and information is flowing between the two. So the soul is the whole group of those lives um you could say because of the religions that are prevalent here on this planet at this time people tend to think of the soul as this i don't know what they I, i can't remember anymore what i used to think of the soul as just this amorphous magical mystical miraculous thing that never died but what it comes down to is a set of frequencies that if you keep those frequencies going you do not ever die so that's when you enter into immortality and we have to get there we have to get there that is the leap at this point in time that's why i'm working on what i mentioned before um you know in the last little piece of talk that we did which was um you know how do i go back to being you know a certain age i don't want to be 12 but i want all of the i mean i want to be 12 but i don't want to lose all of the, the things i've learned um and and so that whole question is what i'm exploring right now um in the long and the short of it Um, Your soul is the the piece of you that creates the new body. The minute you die, it starts assembling a new body, a new perception of self. It's usually going to look just like this one, but that's going to change over time, okay, in the way station. Time is still a factor, even though the perception of time is different. The more that you expose yourself to different experiences, The more your body changes and hopefully the more energy you will be able to flow through that body because energy is consciousness the more energy you can pass through the more consciousness you have access to and the more power so that's basically soul does that make sense so what is
0: characterized often as an old soul or a new soul does that even exist is
1: that, is that a thing? Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay, so um, I think of it differently. Um, there are plenty of old souls. What I see when I'm with an old soul is that they have, uh, I'm going to say millions just to give you an idea, millions more frequencies in their set. So I started to say a minute ago, if if you are a 1, 3, 5, 7, 9, 11 set. And um, but in between those are other frequencies, the 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, you know, 20 set is is right there where you are. If you can't access the two, four, six, eight, ten set, then you just remain. On, you, you don't have access to that information and you just remain with the 1357911 set of frequencies and whatever information those frequencies allow. Frequency, each frequency carries information. The more frequencies you can incorporate into your system the more you um, the more information you have, the more knowledge you have. That is, to me, an old soul. Lots and lots of frequencies varied in dozens of different ways, all kinds of harmonics, comfortable with all sorts of frequencies and their experiences. Young souls, they just have a few frequencies. Um, They're sometimes very uh, adamant about what is because that's all they know. And they're not very flexible. They're not very expansive. They're not very comfortable. Why? Because you have to go through a little bit of discomfort in order to acclimate or to to take in and integrate a new frequency or set of frequencies. That's why Kundalini is so dangerous. Because at that moment, you are taking in thousands more frequencies. And just the electronics of that is is where the danger is. If you burn up, well, it's all over. If you can pass that energy through you, now you're not the same as you were before. So um, old soul is really lots of frequencies. Young soul is a skeleton set of frequencies.
0: After the discussion that we just had about a little bit of earth or human history, so the people on this planet right now who have been reincarnating to um, redeem themselves, so to speak, we talked about that before. So you could assume that most humans right now that are reincarnating, having the human experience could be somewhat older souls because they've been around for a while.
1: There's quite a few old souls here, quite a few, Um, but they're not the ones in power. And that's the problem. You have to be willing to take responsibility in order to get any power. No responsibility, no power. And people don't want to take responsibility.
0: That's just an, indoct- an education. I don't want to say indoctrination. It's just education. We've been kind of...
1: well. Um, if that's what does you in, doesn't matter what you want to call it. <laughs> you you have to take responsibility. You have to use your power. And you and you have to do so with this firm, clear, because I said so. Because this is what's good, this is what's right, this is what's beautiful, this is what's true. Um, and you just we're we're coming up to where I'm afraid people are going to step into their power and they're going to use it to club one another. I'm like, that is not what I want to see. But it's a start. I didn't, you know, I'm like, no, no, let's, can we go about this some other way? Um, There are other ways. The, the way of, there's a way of not doing, let's use a Toltec um, way of being, there's doing, and then there's not doing. Each of them is powerful. Not doing is what I have talked about in the past, which is, I'm not going to work. I'm not spending any money. I'm not buying any of this. I'm not going here. I'm not doing that. Um, and, and you send a message by this not doing. To go out and do, but to make that destructive. Well, cripes, that's the same lesson that we're trying to get away from that got us in trouble yeah, on Atlantis, using power wrongly. So the lesson from my point of view, the white wall is power, and how do you use it in such a way that you don't hurt anybody, but by God, you get your message across.
0: The majority of people um, don't think they have power because we were taught that we don't have power.
1: My God, if you know how to see, if you know how to hear, if you can walk across the room, if you can roll across the room because you're in a wheelchair, you have power. There's power there. And those things, the seeing, the hearing, the rolling across the room, that's just the tip of the iceberg.
0: Can a soul be incomplete? So my question is, so you talked before, you gave the, the comparison to, it reminds you a little bit of the tree of life. So there's these balls and then there's, there's yeah. channels between the balls. <laughs> yeah. Is it possible, um, let's say that these, these different balls represent, you know, uh, different, different light, uh, incarnations that are happening simultaneously. Is okay. there any way that you could become isolated from all of that, that you could be um, separated from the rest of your frequency? Is that something that can happen?
1: Um, mechanically, yes. Naturally, no. So, um, in terms of being incomplete, when you said, yeah. uh, "Can we be incomplete?" the first thought I had was all oh, the talk about the twin soul, my um, my twin flame. Yeah. yeah. Um, No, that, that is not, I mean, that idea is a a twisting of the fact that if you're female, you have a male side that needs to be developed. And if you're male, you have a female side that needs to be developed. So to be, um, what was it, you, what, what did you call it to have, to be missing something? To be incomplete. Incomplete yeah, that
0: somewhere you're here, you're incarnated here, and you were never yeah. complete as you are, that there's always something missing that you need to reconnect with. And, and, and that's why people feel alone and separated or whatever,
1: but yeah. that, that
0: you're somehow incomplete.
1: No, you're not incomplete, you're undeveloped. Um, and that there's a huge difference there. However, let me say this. Um, very often, a, a full wake up is gonna happen when you fall in love. And and that you want that to be kind of gradual. And so when people say, um, I need somebody, I, I want a lover, I want a husband, I want a, a mate, I want to share with somebody, what they're saying is, I want to learn how to love in such a way that I can reach that place of unconditional love, which is what we experience in the first two years of a love affair. You know, even if we get married, that's still, that's a wonderful period of time. People are just so tolerant with one another and then they get jaded or something happens. I don't know what, but um, the, the peace that they're to hang on to is that unconditional love, that absolute tolerance for another being. And then you're to spread that to all the beings on the whole planet, including the jerks and the idiots and the road ragers and the fools and etc. cetera. Um, and so the need, the desire for the partner is really the desire to become complete in yourself and that is really where it's at you're not incomplete um in the sense that you that you're missing parts of yourself but if you don't have very many frequencies you're probably going to have a hard time with life Um, and that's just the way that it is Um, so no there's no such thing as a twin flame there's no such thing as a, what's the other, what's the other word for that?
0: Soulmate.
1: Um, soul, soulmate. Um, yeah. There are people that, um, that come into your life and open you and, um, and that, and they often do not stay. Some once in a while they do. Um, but the goal is to hang on to that magical period of the first year or two of a love affair and, and spread that everywhere so um you're complete in yourself in in how do i say this um you're complete when you have developed both sides of yourself the male is the protective warrior the female is the nurturing mother the father mother type you know versions of yourself and when you have both of those developed then you will protect yourself, you will take care of yourself, you will nurture yourself, you will mother yourself, you will father yourself, and you are never alone. The world becomes this wonderful, interesting, magical place of of all kinds of stuff happening. Um, And you don't need somebody else. You can have somebody else, but you don't need them. And so at this point in time, um, right now we're discovering that uh, we're going to come back together, I think, at a whole new level, a whole new level of relationship. Um, and it's going to be much more nurturing and love will be much more tolerant and much more fun. I think much more fun without all the do's and the don'ts uh, that are uh, accompanying the whole marriage scene, the dating scene, all of that. It's like, pfft. Okay, let's get past that. It's really all of that is has been marketed to us as a legal trap to get us into the legal system to produce children that will keep the demographics of the nation high. Um, yes, you want a planet. Yes, you want people. Yes, you want some demographics that are decent, but um, we have to polish that whole
0: thing quite a bit. What about soul families? So people talk also that they're, oh, they're part of a soul family. So what does that mean?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a term that basically means a group of people that have discovered that they work together very well. Um, and so they come back and, um, and, and they play different roles for one another. And um, and each one's role uh, is kind of geared to whatever it is you're trying to learn. So, um, so one of the, one of the lessons that, um, my first husband and I agreed to was that, um, you know, he would teach me to stand up for myself and I would teach him not to hit, not to, not to be brutal, not to be abusive. Um, and I, I think I broke his heart in doing that, but hopefully I broke it open um, and he strengthened me tremendously, so that's the kind of contract that we had um Jim and I you know I was married twice. we had a different contract, totally different, much more fun, um, and much more constructive. uh we were building something that would stand as kind of a a citadel to advanced consciousness, evolving consciousness, good health, um, awareness, um, all of that. So, and when it was done, when we were done building, it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> um, time for the next stage of growth. And, and that's really, I think, the family situation. Um, a couple of my kids and a couple of my grandkids, um we we've been together many times and i know about those um and i started tracking who's been who same consciousness same uh, quote-unquote soul we'll use the popular terms Um, same soul different bodies different relationships in different uh generations but all in the same family it's been very interesting
0: when we talk about soul family, we just, we don't talk about any kind of relation in terms of frequency relations. It's more an, a family that you enjoy working with. It is.
1: And they, and you enjoy because they're similar in frequency. So um, that does make a difference. There's a lot of talk
0: about um, that. There's, there's certain things on the planet that you can call clones or, or just, um, you know, bodies that have no souls. Is it possible?
1: Um, I'm going to say yes.